today on the Southern California Real Estate Report. We talk about a project that has um, some challenges ahead. Stay tuned. Good morning. Welcome to Southern California Real Estate Report. This is Bob McGuire and Daniel Wise coming to you from San Diego, California. Um, so interesting, interesting article today. So this was sourced from the UT. Yes, and it's uh, as like of yesterday. It's a Wednesday's article. Today is well, by the time th- we so recorded a day earlier. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So it's it's um. Yeah, the so ninth? It, yeah, so it's this week. It's, it's this, this week. week. So it's this week, so it's it's very, very fresh and new. So there's there's a project up in Rancho Penasquitos. Um the project is five hundred and thirty six units. It's the it's called the Juniper's Development. Um and it was approved, and who knows? So the article doesn't say when it was approved, but there are 36 units completed. I thought it was approved back in 2021. I Is believe. that what it was in 21? So you're right. It was in 2021. So they've started the project. They've finished lots. They've put in roads. They've got you know you can see in this picture they've already started you know planning out curb gutter infrastructure into the site. This this was a controversial project to begin with just because of its its location, right? It's it's built on a golf course essentially, a, a yeah. defunct golf course. Yeah, right. And and we've talked about this podcast or excuse me, we've talked about this project in the past. It's been through a lot of renditions. It's been through a lot of headaches. But it was determined at one point, way obviously prior to 2021, that this was the best use of this land, and now it, it, it's coming to fruition that a judge has decided that the developers do not account for a few things. So they're saying because there are two other higher-density projects, a 331-unit um, called Millennium PQ and 826-unit called Trails at Car- Carmel Mountain Ranch, they're saying that this project did not account for the evacuation routes they need for wildfire. So a group came and brought this to the court. Now, what makes this really unique and and what Danielle and I were just kind of talking about offline, and I, I wanted to look up who the judge was to see if he had some extensive real estate background or something like that. And not that that really matters, but I wanted to understand more completely how a project that has been started, approved, and gone through what you have to go through here in California to get approved and a project of this scale to get approved. 536 units in California is no small feat. I mean, that is the real, you know, grind of a process to get to a point where you're constructing units. So this, this, uh, this activist group called the PQNE Action Group, um, brought the suit forward. And said, "Hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna sue to stop this project because we don't feel there was adequate, you know, what what they're basically saying is they did not feel that there was adequate environmental review to address wildfire impacts. So that makes it really interesting because you know, as an outsider or an institutional building company like Lennar or." you know, Katie Holmes or any of the big housing people, I mean, this is going to have a massive impact on how you would view projects in California 
should this actually – they've already won the judgment. So right now the project is stopped. So they can they can the developer can go and appeal this to a higher court, um, or the other option is they have to do a redesign of the project, which would probably scale down density, um, and they would have to you know provide additional evacuation routes for wildfire. Right. I I mean, it's it's just wild to me that you can get this far down a process and then be stopped. I feel like I feel like that's kind of that kind of I think it says a lot. So Mara Elliott, who is the city attorney, came out and criticized the ruling. She said, hey, you know, um, it, this could create a real complex problems and delay projects across the city by making the approval process less certain and more complex. And I have to say that I, I agree with her assessment and that, that statement because that's really what you're looking at. If you're a developer and here's, here's a state. That is constantly, I mean, how many conversations, Danielle, have we had on this podcast about housing issues in California and the need for housing? Well, and, and my thing is, is did in this huge, in this long drawn out process to get this project approved, they, did they really not account for this? Because I, I strongly doubt it, right? I strongly doubt that they didn't account for the level of density that is in that area in the wildflower wildfire excuse me evacuation routes and I, I know I I I wonder like was that was that really a massive was this, that is an absolutely horribly misstep on on the de, on the development part so, and so the attorney for this this part of the city is saying that you know he's saying that hey that that Fraser the judge is upholding the existing law that the city and Lennar, who's the builder, excuse me, um, skirted during the analysis, which is called the environmental impact report. I don't know how they would have gotten around an environmental impact report. Um, they're saying that it affirms the existing legal requirement that the city must plan for and mitigate the p- combined impacts of adding multiple new large projects all within a stone's throw of each other. Um, these projects double the size of the community that only has a single exit to evacuate with a history of wildfire risk. So, I mean, it's a real concern. It's a real concern. It is. It's a real concern. But how this got to that point, and if they really did skirt that, I mean, it is, this would be the first that I would hear that you could skirt around some process to get this type of a development done. As you said, this was a defunct golf course where they're building this this on, and, and the environmental aspect of taking over the golf course. We did a podcast, I think, on this not too long ago, maybe maybe sometime in 2020 or something like that, right? Yeah. I mean... When this was being proposed. So, I mean, there's there's a real... Um, there's a lot of depth that goes into the planning and development and approval of these projects. So somehow they just magically got around one of these that they can stop it um, is is not, in my opinion, not a good thing. So whoever made that mistake, if it's real, and like like you're saying, there, if there really is that kind of impact or that kind of uh, mistake that was made, that's a pretty big deal. I, I mean, it is. I mean, I, I you know I I think you know sadly wildfire wildfires. I'm going to struggle with that word for some reason today. Are um are a real big problem here in California, and you, you know 
we've we've witnessed what happens when you don't have good exit routes um, as a result of that. But it is crazy that they got this far along the process without that consideration. I do, it's just really it's really wild to me. Um, you know, we need more housing and. I know that this project was was originally proposed for a lot more units than that. So it's yes. I know that they, it's already been scaled down. I just really it's really wild to me that but, that but was not a problem. But here's the other thing that's a really important part to to think about. You know, for for those of you that are listening today, they're out in the real estate world who are potential developers or people that think about these projects. You know, one of the interesting things here that they're saying is that the city maybe was a bit negligent in not accounting for these other projects. So. The other project, the the trails at Carmel Mountain and the other project that we spoke of earlier. So because at the time when they started that process, they didn't have those in mind. But the problem was – But you knew about them. Well, but they didn't know if they were going to get approved and they didn't know what size they were going to be. So then they got approved. One got approved. They're saying that um, the – the plans for Millennium PQ were not deemed complete by the city until 14 months after the Juniper's EIR was launched, and the plans for trails at Carmel Mountain were not deemed complete until 21 months after. So what they're saying is because the guys at the at the Panasquitos project didn't wait around for the other two guys to get approved, then that creates a pro- – it's like, wow, you guys have a real broken process around that place. I mean, seriously, you got to you got to take a step back and somebody who's rational has to think about these things. If if these things are being proposed, you're assuming that if a developer is, you know, a year ahead of the other guy and maybe his project's going to be a little bigger, but it's across the street or within whatever distance they're saying he's saying a stone's throw. So whatever that means, you know, 100 yards, 200 yards, I don't know who's throwing the stone. And and so it's one of those things where you look at it, and you're like, this is crazy. It is. It's it's wild because, because you have to expect in these communities that um you know developments are going to happen and if if you are like then then you're going to have to account for for that i don't, i just really it's really confusing to me how it got this far so I yeah don't know. so look this is uh this is so the the they're saying that you know they they may have to go back and sue and we'll see what happens the city council approved the junipers project in june of 21 um, and that's what prompted this whole lawsuit. The minute it got proved, they they went after it. Um, the the other two projects, the Carmel Mountain Ranch Country Club and DoubleTree Golf Resort, all three projects are being built on the sites of those those that former project. So you know it 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 all sounds like it's pretty close. I don't know how the roads are designed, but. This is going to be a very interesting thing to follow. I'm assuming that there will be no, more lawsuits that come out of this, too, probably for the other projects as well. And everybody's going to have to go back to the drawing board and, and you know, redesign, I guess. Um, so this will be interesting. We'll continue to follow this. Um, thanks for listening today. This has been the Southern California Real Estate Report.